，享受工作，乐生活。就算不在办公室，也能从容应对线上会议。HP Dragonfly 透过专业的 HP Presence 设计，内建降噪及会议快速键，搭配清晰的 Ben and Offson 音效，增强音讯及视讯功能。HP Dragonfly 顶级商务笔电，采用 Windows 11专业版。让您在会议中享有最佳的视觉和听觉品质。Few things in life feel quite as good as having a hearty laugh with friends, and don't underestimate the power of that. Laughter can help keep depression at bay and even slow down dementia in seniors. In Taiwan, several clubs have cropped up over the years promoting laughter yoga, which has become especially popular among older adults. The clubs hold meetups regularly, encouraging participants to giggle, chortle, and chuckle to stave off loneliness and encourage well-being. Here's our Sunday special report. It's Monday morning, and a group of older adults have gathered at a stadium in New Taipei Sanchong District. All together, they can laugh and laugh for a straight hour. These are members of New Taipei's Laughter Yoga Association. They are experts at having a cackle, and they all have their own silly nicknames. 大家好，我是阿猫，我，我是丽丽红，我是吴伟雄校长啦。Laughter yoga was popularized by Indian physician Madan Kataria, who in 1995 started organizing meetups in parks in Mumbai. Since then, countless laughter clubs have been founded in more than 110 countries around the world. Taiwan's first club was founded in 2005 in Taoyuan's Luju District. 16 years later, more than 50 laughter clubs have formed nationwide. Laughter yoga is a special kind of yoga. Firstly, it uses your external expression to influence your inner thoughts and emotions. Secondly, it is a kind of breathing exercise that uses your diaphragm. Breathing exercises can lower your body's stress response, boost your immune system, and regulate your mood. According to medical studies, laughing can be very beneficial. It releases stress, boosts the immune system, burns calories, promotes cardiovascular health, and can even make you live longer. And doing laughter yoga comes with even more advantages. The people gathered at the stadium are mostly over the age of 65. Some are locals, and some come from other areas of Taiwan. They leave home to put up a fight against aging. No matter how healthy one's body is, aging alone at home without social interaction can give rise to depression and dementia. 一般人都会觉得说老了好像就是我就是很多没有兴趣啊。Most people think that when you get old, you don't have interests, your body functions deteriorate, and you don't want to go out. But actually, all these are symptoms of depression. Dementia and depression are closely linked. That is to say, depression can speed up dementia, and dementia can cause depression. 感谢天，感谢地，感谢吴老伯，感谢咱听众朋友的支持，加鼓励。今晚时间中到十二点啦。Joan Wong is the host of a radio program and found out about laughter yoga during an interview. A few years ago, her father passed away, leaving her mother depressed and grieving alone at home. It was only then that Wang realized that she had long ignored the fact that her parents were aging. So she decided to take her mother to a laughter club meetup to see if laughing could truly heal all wounds. Mama, 一个人
My mother was all alone, crying every day. But then we found she was always happy when she was surrounded by people her age. Wang delved deep into the laughter yoga, carrying out research, raising awareness about it, and eventually organizing laugh meetups at the Sanchong Stadium. She says all she has done has been because of the love she has for her mother. My husband was no longer with me and I was depressed. I couldn't laugh. I wasn't happy and I couldn't laugh. I looked miserable every day. My husband passed away six years ago. If I hadn't learned to laugh, I wouldn't be the same today. The laugh yoga sessions eventually prompted her to establish an association that's active at community care sites and dementia service centers. From Monday to Friday, the association fills the spaces with laughter to keep depression at bay and slow down dementia. Wang's mother can have a fun time with people her age, taking a stroll and singing songs. She even volunteers to help bring joy to elderly care homes. The only condition to joining the volunteer team is that you need to be able to laugh. Nothing else matters. It doesn't matter if you need a cane to walk, or if you have had a stroke, or have had cancer. It's okay. You can always be of any age. The average age of the volunteers is around 70, but they are all committed to helping out other adults. The only thing that's needed is to be able to break out in laughter and spread it to others. The volunteers bring other adults living alone out to do laughter yoga, sing and dance and make each other happy. Among the volunteers are A Chao, who has reduced mobility due to spinal issues, and Xiang Penpen, who has systemic lupus erythematosus. They say that thanks to Wang, their lives have significantly improved. We go around together to entertain older adults. Sometimes I see them and they seem to not want to laugh, but I get very happy once we are able to crack them up. Seeing them happy makes me happy. I used to admire people who lived to 80 and were looking good. I didn't know whether I'd ever reach my 80s, but now that I'm here, my perspective has changed. One of the key members of the volunteer group is Cao Wenyan. At 8 a.m., she sets off from her home in Xindian District, riding her scooter for an hour to the laughter yoga sessions in Sanchong. The year I turned 71 and without any physical or mental preparation, I suddenly became an older adult living alone. It was terrifying. I was afraid I wouldn't know what to do. Sao has been a preschool teacher for more than 40 years. When she first turned up in Sanchong, she found it very awkward to laugh without a reason. But laughter is infectious. Though she was just ready to follow the motions and clap along with everyone, in the end, she really did end up bursting out laughing. How did I end up laughing back then? I really did laugh out loud. I had fun despite everything. What started off as a fake laugh ended up being a real laugh. So I kept going there and I attended a course on growth. I started learning as a student. From student to group leader to lecturer, Cao worked her way up. 
The spirit of this is for the elderly to help the elderly. That was very shocking for me. But that's my mission for the rest of my life, to offer support to other older adults as an older adult. Tsao brought her previous experience in preschools to the laughter workshops. Her ideas were well received and she found a lot of validation and value in the endeavor. Every time she holds an activity, she spreads the true essence of love and laughter to participants. I can gladly say in these activities, I can learn to prepare for the future. If I reach my 90s, I know how to be happy as a person living alone. Like Cao, 65-year-old Chen Yueming also wanted to learn how to be happy living alone. Laughter yoga left a deep impression on her. Eight years ago, her mother passed away, marking the start of her life living alone. She also retired, which left a big hole in her life. When I was going to retire, I was very restless. I didn't know what I would do after retiring. Chen found out about laughter yoga on the internet and searched for clubs she could join. She quickly found a group that brought a smile to her face. My former colleagues told me your face now looks so different from before. After retiring and joining others in laughter, Chen became a changed person with an open heart. The biggest change was in myself. It allowed me to open up my heart. As laugh leaders, we have this responsibility to tell our laugh friends to not just laugh at the meetups, but also at home. When you're upset, laugh it out. Most of the volunteers in the laugh club are already retired. Some of them live alone, and some of them have health conditions. But through laughing, they've created a new life for themselves. They can rebuild a new social environment. There, they can interact with people their age. If you're at home and you're an older adult, you just accept it and think that you have to go take care of so-and-so. But in a club, you are with classmates. You can help people and learn new things together. It allows people to find a new identity and value. I hope that more people can do what I've done. Perhaps they are unmarried or they live alone. They can come out and join us, form part of this network. And then when they get older, there will be a new batch of people caring for them. This jolly group in New Taipei is trying to bring positive change to older adults in the community through laughter. The head of the group hopes that more people can join to respond to loneliness and sadliness with a loud ha ha ha. Moderna's second-generation COVID vaccine was rolled out for the first time on Saturday. By the end of the day, a total of 4,469 people were vaccinated. On Sunday morning, visitors turned up in droves at various clinics. Many people took their older relatives to get a jab. Some of them were worried about getting infected with COVID, while others thought getting a shot would make it easier to travel overseas. The CECC says a third batch of vaccines had arrived in Taiwan this evening and that there are enough doses to go around. 
Taiwan has already received two batches of Moderna vaccines, totaling 1.6 million doses. This latest batch has a total of 787,000 doses with a shelf life until the end of March. Taiwan also announced 38,785 local infections on Sunday. Doctors say the pandemic is still peaking and are urging those who qualify for a shot to get one soon. Well, fall is in the air, and along with the cooler weather, the northeastern parts of the island are getting pummeled with rain. The Central Weather Bureau has issued heavy rain warnings for mountainous areas in Ilan. Falling temperatures also mean that the flu season is upon us. Medical experts are worried that the flu will aggravate COVID infections in the coming months. There's already more than 50 reported cases of the flu, and it's only September. A National Taiwan University hospital doctor predicts as much as 20 percent of the population may get the flu during the height of the flu season this winter. The grey sky and drizzly weather is a clear indication that fall is in the air. People have on long sleeve shirts for a change. The northeasterly winds have brought in water vapour. The CWB has issued heavy rain warnings for the northeastern regions of the island. Mountainous areas in Yilan County may see extremely heavy rains. Jilung, the north coast and mountainous areas in Greater Taipei are also expected to see torrential rains in some parts. The current condition over the ocean to the east is that it is saturated with water vapor. In the past 24 hours, the largest accumulation of rain was on Ximaoshan in Nanao Township, reaching 549 millimeters. There is a typhoon nearby, but it won't have an effect on Taiwan. What people need to be watching for is a tropical disturbance that may develop from the end of September to early October over the South China Sea. In the periphery of Typhoon Noru, there will be some water vapor, but on the whole, the storm's cloud system won't really affect Taiwan. Next Friday and Saturday, there will be another tropical disturbance developing over the South China Sea. The cooler weather also means the flu season will be arriving soon. Children and those with weak immune systems should especially be wary. At Taipei's Wanfeng Hospital, the number of patients in the general paediatrics division has increased by 30%. Clinics are seeing a spike as well. Changes in temperature will raise the chances of nasal allergies and asthma attacks by about 30%. People's habits of wearing a mask and washing their hands to fight COVID over the past two years has successfully warded off many respiratory diseases. But now as the government relaxes epidemic prevention measures, flu cases may pick up again. People are letting down their guard and the flu is already making the rounds in Australia in the southern hemisphere. Taiwan in the northern hemisphere should be seeing the flu soon. Dr Huang Li Min of National Taiwan University Hospital says the flu will make its impact felt this year, with 15 to 20 percent of the population becoming infected. The public is advised to get a flu shot soon so as to gain better protection and avoid being attacked by both COVID and the flu. 
A magnitude 6.8 earthquake struck Taidong on September 18th. At the time, many people felt fearful that the earthquake would linger, and indeed, there were continuous aftershocks. But even after the aftershocks had clearly stopped, some people believed they were still feeling them. ENT doctors say this could indicate psychological trauma. They say this trauma could have caused some people's nervous systems not to be fully functional. The first kind of person may have already had problems with his or her balance. That is, they are normally more prone to motion sickness or they've had vertigo attacks before. The second kind of person is more anxious and sensitive meaning that both their minds and bodies are overstimulated, so they are more aware of their sense of balance in their nervous systems. Their nervous systems don't work properly and this causes dizziness. Most of these cases are caused by psychological factors, as there will be anxiety and fear factors combined with their past experience of earthquakes. Taiwan has frequent earth tremors that sometimes can make people feel like they're experiencing an earthquake when there actually isn't one. If you feel like this, it's best to confirm if there is an earthquake with someone next to you. If it turns out that you're wrong more than a few times, then it's best to seek medical attention. National Day celebration will see something new this year. Taiwan's traditional temple performance troops will be putting on colorful acts, including lion dances and a white crane dance. Three troops from Tainan have been selected. Chen Zhongyan, Secretary General of the National Day Organizing Committee, personally went to the old southern capital to inspect the progress at a dress rehearsal. In a rare sight, the three troops will put on a joint martial arts performance. Chen said the act was in line with this year's theme of defending the homeland. In the square in front of Luaraman Mazu Temple in Tainan, three temple performance troops file in rows as they jump and dance. More than 200 people have turned up to create this spectacular sight. The temple troops from Tainan this year will burst onto the stage on National Day with three traditional martial arts formations. Chen Zongyan, the Secretary General of Taiwan's National Day Organising Committee, went to Tainan to personally inspect the rehearsal's progress. This is the first time we're putting local temple performance troops on stage at our National Day event, so this has an entirely different significance. The show is about defending one's hometown. As it happens, this coincides with our theme of defending our homeland. It resonates with the concept that we are all in this together. One religious organization representing a temple from Tainan's Qigu district will perform a traditional white crane dance, while two religious troops from Sigang and Annan districts respectively will perform lion dances. Even though the sun was blazing, they worked hard at the rehearsal. They were excited at the idea of performing in front of the presidential office building. I'm very happy because I've only seen the presidential office building and have never been to it. We can offer things related to our cultural heritage to the whole nation. There are only two troops in Taiwan that can perform the traditional white crane dance, and ours is the older group. 
As Taiwanese tradition dictates, individual temple performance troops normally put on their own acts and don't dance in one formation. That these three troops will be joining together for one performance on National Day will be exceptional. There is a cloud of secrecy over how the three martial arts performances will be integrated and presented. But there's no doubt the audience will find this refreshing. The three leading candidates in the running for Taipei mayor turned up at National Taiwan University on Sunday to win over students. Independent Huang Shanshan, who is backed by incumbent mayor Ko Wenzhe, focused on cash stipends for seniors. The KMT's Jiang Wan'an addressed traffic congestion in Neihu. As for DPP candidate Chen Shizhong, even though he no longer heads the CECC, he seemed happy to respond to a student's query about why Taiwan took so long to relax COVID restrictions. The epidemic started late, so it will end late. We gained a three-month head start that allowed us to better control the epidemic. The excess daily death toll that is often talked about now is 48.9 in Taiwan which is only slightly worse than New Zealand and Luxembourg. We'll look at the amount of money we're allocated each year and what we spend, and at the end of the year I will put aside 10% of the remaining funds for senior stipends. So if you make 100,000 NT, you'll give 10,000 NT to seniors. It's a bit like the money we give our parents out of filial piety. Mayor Ke once said that the Minsheng-Shijia MRT line is a sequel line and that he would do it when he has time. This really broke the hearts of Nehu residents. I promise that if I am elected mayor, the east section of the MRT circular line will start construction within two years. The construction of the Minsheng-Shijia line will start ASAP once the central government approves it. With the municipal election approaching, the three candidates who are topping the polls each peddled their political platforms in an attempt to grab the youth vote.